At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Up, up on, on, on game, game, game presents conversations with a legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. All right, we got the legendary Tony Rich. Tony Richardson in Ganassi, and this is another edition. Uh, Up On Game presents Conversations with a Legend. I'm LeVar Arrington, and man, one of the dudes that, well, I enjoyed watching your film. I didn't enjoy playing against you. I mean, <laughs> one of them guys, they they called the battering ram, a, a, a thumper of sorts, a, a dude that did the dirty work, played fullback. Uh, and, and and I, I mean, your, your resume speaks for itself, T. Rich. I, I mean... You've you've been with multiple uh, thousand yard rushers from Priest Holmes to Larry Johnson to Thomas Jones to Adrian Peterson. Um, you've did it all, and it's interesting because this this show, this podcast, is really about everything that leads up to what you're able to accomplish. Everything about what what your feelings and your thoughts are on being a person. And, and that's why it's conversations with a legend. And I want to start with the fact that you're a military kid, and I respect that because I'm a military kid, too. And your your background brings you all the way from Germany, I believe, right? Oh, yeah, so, for sure. So you spent the first eight years of your life in Germany and and didn't even get into football until later on in, in, in high school, correct? Yeah, definitely. All right, so first off, Talk to me about how you doing first. Like yeah. I get, I get excited when I start throwing out accolades. But how are you doing? How have you been? What What are you up to? I see you got the legend shirt on. Yeah. What's going on with Tony Rich? Yeah, first and foremost, I want to you know say uh, it's great to link up. It's funny that you know we play against each other all these years. Sometimes we run into each other at events and all that. But to be able to see the man, the myth himself, <laughs> and the same thing, like you get ready to play and you're like, okay. 
All right, I know about this guy. I know about this guy. This guy here is a problem starter, so we need to yeah. <laughs> we need to yeah. put a hat on him because he he can disrupt our game plan. So obviously, it's a it's an honor to uh, to be on the show with you. And uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm living in New York, um, working with Tracy Perlman and her team with, with the Legends community. So my territory is the Northeast coordinator, and for me, you know, just to have that ability to be able to serve our brothers, um, you know, some guys from a mentor standpoint that's currently playing, but more importantly, as our guys transition off the field. So uh, I think Tracy, Troy, Troy Vincent, obviously, who's a really dear friend of yours, uh, Leonard Willier, um, you know, the list goes on and on. We just really want to support our brothers. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing now, man. Just that's what moves the needle in my life, you know, serving our brothers, making sure they're doing well. If there's anything we can do from the league standpoint to support them, we want to be there to, to, uh, to be there just to, you know, be that voice or be that person that, that can help them in any way possible. That's awesome. So that's that's you full time on that. That's 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 beautiful. And you've always been you've always been that type of guy. Anybody who knows you knows that you're like the protector. You're you're like the the brotherly figure. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about where where that came from. I mean, being a fullback, clearly you have to be wired differently. To be able to do that job, and you're you're a sophisticated, um, cerebral dude, super highly intelligent dude. You're not you're not one of those guys where it's like you know hit wall, see wall, go through wall. <laughs> like you know you're you're yeah. you know you're you're cerebral. So it, it really doesn't match your mental makeup to be a fullback. How did how did this all come about? Man, you know it's so funny. That's probably one of the best questions that. And one of the questions I used to get all the time because a lot of the boys be like, man, T-Rich, I really don't like you. And I'm like, dude, what you talking about? It's like, man, because <laughs> off the field, man, you got your tie on, you got your nice suit. But then when you snap the helmet, man, you're a different dude, man. I mean, <laughs> and Cass was like, dude, I don't know how you turn that switch on. And I think it has a lot to do with, much like yourself, having that military background. So a little bit of my story, I was born in Frankfurt, Germany, and we moved from Frankfurt. I lived there for two years. We moved to El Paso for three years back to Germany for three years, Fort Knox, Kentucky for three years, back to Germany for three years, and finally in Alabama. And I tell a lot of people, I'm the youngest of seven, but I got bullied as a kid just because, you know, you know how it is, you know, traveling around and always having to be the new kid on the block. Uh, you stand up in front of your, you know, in front of your peers in, in elementary school and they're laughing at you because maybe your pants are too tight, shoes too small. So I kind of had to build that, that you know, that, that extra shell of like, you know, eventually you kind of had to just stand up for yourself. But I think a lot of that determination and, and everything came from my dad just because, you know, he ended up retiring as a sergeant major. And just to see him every single day, get up, go to work, you know, take care of the family, provide, serve our country. It kind of taught me a little bit about having that grit. And I think that's what made me really kind of, I guess, get it from a fullback standpoint, because like you said, you know, fullback is not, the, that's not the position that a lot of cats right. are going to up for. <laughs> and that's <laughs> right. it, like, work your mouthpiece, put your, put your church stuff on and go get it. So I think that's where I got a lot of mentalities just from my mom, my dad, and, you know, just obviously getting beaten up by my brothers and sisters and a little bit of that bullying kind of, you know, had to, had to force me to kind of had to be a little different. Now, did you get bullied at school? Was it purely that being the new kid, as you mentioned, or did you get bullied by your older siblings? Because, you know, I'm raising multiple kids right now and they will go they will go ham on one another uh, at times. And, and it's very competitive in our house. Yeah. Was it was it more so outside of the house? What made you turn into a fullback? Like 
that's extreme. Like that means what that says to me is that you turned into a dude that was about whooping ass and <laughs> rather than, than taking it and, and yeah. running and hiding and, and needing help all the time. Yeah. You, you took a different lane on that. Yeah. You know, I think it's a combination of both. I think the, the bullying that happened in school was just like, you know, you just get tired of that. And eventually, you know, you know how it was like nowadays, it's a little bit different. You know, when we went to school, you know, you had to face the bullet. You might have to fight him every single day, maybe for a year until finally he got enough or you got enough and y'all go ahead and squashed it. But at home, it's just that that competitiveness. It's like, man, the food coming to the table. My brother tapped me on the shoulder. I turned chicken wing gone. I tap on this chair, boom, cornbread gone. So, right. you know, you kind of just have to understand, like, you know, being the youngest, and also you get a chance to learn from your brothers and sisters. So like we go play football in the yard, my brother throw the ball up, run under my legs, I fall on my back. You know what I mean? It's just you're just yeah. a young kid. So I think you just you it's it was a bullying, but it was a level of toughness that they taught me. And it wasn't like you know so much picking on, it's just you're the youngest of seven. So you always gonna get the last of the last. And eventually you kind of had to like, you know, just kind of learn that little bit of uh that mm, that you know. Yeah, so from the fullback stand, I mean from the mentality of a fullback. You know, we were finally placed in uh, Alabama and I started playing high school ball. I was pretty much played every single position. And then I was a tailback until I went to Auburn. And that's when I started to get into that that mentality of like, you know, I just need to find a place to make it on the team. And that's when uh, that's when I went out for fullback. What year? What year did you start? Uh, so my first year, every really playing football was I mean, 86, 87. Junior, so sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. So I was a tailback there. Okay. Yeah, sophomore. And then finally we went, you know, I got a scholarship to go to Auburn. Uh, you had to be good. I see you flaunt your <laughs> mug the whole time. You know, you know, we did thump y'all this year. And I do appreciate the fact that you've shown that Auburn uh, mug because, you know, uh, us state pinners, we, we, you know, enjoy looking at the fact of, of when we beat somebody from that SEC. <laughs> I, I, I digress. I don't want to turn this into a trash talk moment, you know, <laughs> linebacker, fullback. It could go left. talk to me about how you had to be really, really good T rich, like to get a scholarship offer in Alabama to end up going to Auburn. This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And and you you play multiple sports. How much do you think playing multiple sports, being a basketball? A lot of times, football players or football coaches love seeing how well guys can play basketball because of that agility and that mobility in a different type of sport. How much do you think other sports played a part in you getting that look to get a scholarship? Yeah, I think for me it was it was everything because you know um, the town we finally moved to was Fort Rooker, Alabama two traffic lights, 110 kids in my entire graduating class. So it was a small town and that's really all we had with sports. And so, you know, I did powerlifting, uh, baseball, football, ran track and all that. So I think, and it's funny you ask that question because a lot of parents ask me quite a bit. It's like, should my kid only focus on football? And I'm like, no, your kid should play everything because one, you just don't know what's going to be the sport that they're going to enjoy the most, but also it starts to work different muscles and building different things. Like I think the basketball and the track obviously helped me with my speed and coordination, all those kind of things. And then football, obviously, you know, people always say, how'd you choose football? I'm like, to tell you the truth, football chose me. And, mm-hmm. you know, then I just started to get a lot of notoriety. And that's how, to, to lead back up to your question, Auburn came down. I think they came down to one of my basketball games. There you go. Saw me jumping out of the gym. They was like, man, I don't know where this cat played. And they started looking at the football film. And that's, that's how everything started to roll. Word. So you get to Auburn. If T. Rich goes to Auburn today, yep. the NIL is, has changed. Uh, the, the transfer portal has changed. So now, basically, college football has become pro sports in, in some type of way, manner, shape, form. Maybe not so much from payroll, but from opportunities to and, and you know advertising and monetizing yourself. And just like coaches, they can come and go as they please with no penalty. How would you handle, how would T rich have handled going into this college atmosphere? Yeah. You know, it'd be different because that transfer portal to me, like it's something obviously we didn't have, but it would have been different because my, my junior year, they were trying to play, you know, another fullback and they really didn't give me a lot of burn. And I don't know. You'd if, have I don't been know up if I out of there. You know, I mean, it's a chance. And then, obviously, I think you remember. So my my junior year was 92. Auburn got put on probation. That's when Coach Dye had all the stuff going on. So a lot of times probation, we were on, we were undefeated my senior year, 13-3. And can't do anything. And can't do anything. So we didn't get a right. chance to play. So a lot of cats probably, Wayne Gandy, you know, Bostick, a lot of cats probably would have, you know, hopped in that portal just to get an opportunity. So, it's you know, it's, it's kind of hard to decide because, to me, I'm more of a person who wants to stay there to compete. 
You know what I mean? Because I think now the portal allows you like, okay, there's I'm the quarterback, but they just signed two new quarterbacks. I want to play. Maybe I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? Because then it's kind of yeah. like, am I leaving because I feel like these cats are on my butt? Or do I want to stay there and fight to keep my position? So, you know, I don't fault kids because you got to do what's best for you and you got to do what's best for your family and then making those decisions. You know, I don't know if my dad would have let me because he told me when once they dropped me off, it's like, ain't no coming back. So ain't no coming right, right. <laughs> ain't no coming back. Right. So it's, it's hard to say, yep. What about the NIL? How how would tell you, you're a good looking dude? Again, there would have been some type of angle that people would have taken, you could have taken in terms of monetizing yourself. And you have monetized yourself and you have done a great job of building a strong, clean brand. How would you how would that have resonated knowing that you could monetize yourself? Yeah, that's 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 a whole different game, man, because that was the thing that, you know, a lot of cats, you know, Auburn struggled with. Like, thankfully, my parents were there. It wasn't like we were rich. But, you know, some of the cats that I played ball with, man, I used to have to loan them five bucks just to take their girl to lunch or go to dinner or something like that. So I think it definitely changes the landscape of just the ability to, like you said, monetize yourself. Cause we'd be sitting there and we're like, man, we make it. Cause we see the stadium. We see that the Winnebago's coming in on, on Wednesday, Thursday, the money is there. And then all of a sudden we, we trying to scrape dollars just to get a, a cocktail or, or, or something after a game. So yeah. I think, it, I think it's good for the, for the game. I hope it doesn't take away from the, you know, cause you look at a kid like at a kid, a quarterback at Alabama, he making a million dollars a year now. Yep. So then if, I mean, he may want to play pro ball, and by the time he retired, he might have a couple million in the bank. So it's just, right. you know, which is good, though, because, you know, you, yeah. you put everything on the line. So, you know, um, I don't know how I would have forced my decision as far as what school I would attend, but it left me to make things a lot easier while right. I was there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right. So you were a three-year starter. You end up going into the league. Was there a moment in time that you can think of that gave you like that that epiphany that clarity like I can make it to Auburn I can play at Auburn I can make it to the league and play in the league did you have did you have a moment or was it just a collective belief and buy-in that I can just work myself into it yeah I, I think it was a lot of uh the upbringing at Auburn because when I got to the Dallas Cowboys obviously undrafted free agent the coaches that knew something about Auburn because Tommy Ag was there, who's Emmitt Smith's best friend, fullback. And so they were like, man, there's something different about them guys from Auburn. Just because the same thing with Penn State, you know, like the mentality you guys had there, when you got to the league, you were like, oh man, this is all we got to do? So we had four days. When, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, right. And we was in pads. And so that mentality, like, man, this is it. All we got, we got one, two practices a day? Okay, I'm good. So I think it was more the mentality of this, that toughness and that grit of like, I can make it, even though my fr my first year I was on practice squad, I knew I had something different than a lot of other cats. I just needed the opportunity and just really never gave up. So to answer your question, even in seven in the year 17, I was still looking over my shoulder like I'm still that undrafted fullback out of Auburn, and that's what kept me going for as long as it did. Just I never really got to that moment where I said I made it because I thought that's what that's when it would have been like, you know, someone would have came and stole what I was trying to get, you know? All right. You you created a standard. There there are a few dudes that created a standard at your position. But again, being being an upright person, I mean, you are part of the PA. Um, you you just you were always active in, in a way where people knew your leadership um, from from far and away, even before they even met you. Um, what what is Tony Rich's? What is your 
what is your ultimate legacy in terms of what you represented? Um, and it could be about the game. It could be about life. I always say when I ask the question, if somebody's looking down on, on your, your box and it's the end, this is it, what would have you happy to hear the dude saying about you while they're talking about you? What, what's T. Rich's legacy? Yeah, it's funny. My pastor always says the same thing. He's like, son, those numbers on, you know, when you pass, the big numbers are 1971 when you were born, and then whatever year you perish, those are the big numbers. But that that middle part, the dash, he was like, that's what you should live your life for. And that's what I try to do. I think if you look at it in the totality, I would just want people to know, like, especially the cats that I play with, just that all I wanted to do was serve. And I think that's, you know, the same mentality when you ask about the fullback mentality. Like, you don't go play fullback to, <laughs> to, to be the greatest, or you don't make, well, you do be the greatest, but not to be in the limelight or be on the front page or whatever. You just go do your job because that's what you have to do and just yeah. serve. So I think my legacy would just be, a uh, whether if it was making sure guys signed up for their 401k, making sure guys like James Hasty used to grab me and get me to, you know, learn the, the, the collective bargaining agreement, you know, serving and fighting for our guys and being on the executive committee. Cause you know, for me, when I was on the executive committee, I was like, you know, I'm fighting for everybody. I was that guy on practice squad undrafted. I was the guy who finally became a starter. I was a guy who made a pro bowl. I was a guy, you know, do those kind of things. So I'm not just looking at it from one lens. I'm trying to serve, make sure we help all our brothers. So that was the biggest thing is if it was one of my tailbacks spending time, you know, studying, so they could be great or helping offensive linemen or doing stuff in the community. So I was thinking it would be a legacy of, of service. Do you do you promote anything? Like, do you have a nonprofit or anything that you you work with? Yeah, I'm on. Actually, I'm on the board for the board. I, I'm still I'm probably more busy now than I was when I was playing. Right now, I'm on the board for the Boys and Girls Club here in, in Queens. We're building a, uh, we're building a, a new club. I do a lot of stuff with Best Buddies, working with kids with intellectual disabilities. Um, just trying to serve, man. That's you know nothing really changed. I do a lot of cycling for you know different Jewish organizations or different people who, you know, especially here in New York because the the poverty line is 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 here <laughs> and then right. it's here. Right. Really trying to go into these communities and you know trying to serve these these young kids and just giving them a, a a positive person they can look at and say, man, he made it, but he made it because of education and you know really working hard. So that's that's pretty much you know my legacy that I'm trying to keep going now. It's on. Honor and a pleasure, brother. Always, painless. Always, That's man. painless, man. Hey, but you're a legend, and you're a legend of legends. And and you know what? Fullbacks, strong side linebackers, much the same. We don't get we don't get a lot of credit. You know, they don't talk about us in glowing form. They give it to the middle backer. They give it to the running back, the tailback, and yeah. it's okay. You accept what what your what your job is and what your mission is and you do it to the best of your ability, man. And you have always been a dude that I've had the utmost respect for, man. And the, and the way that you handle things and, and, and that went for on and off the field. Um, just so many great things that people have to say about you. And I always say when it's a dude that no one has anything really bad to say about him, and the first thing they say out their mouth, that's a good dude. You know that that's a good dude, T. Rich. You a good dude, bro. Appreciate you coming on, man. Always, brother. Hey, listen, this has been another edition of, of Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. That's T. Rich, Auburn, great, NFL, great, and basically an all-around 
great person. That's what matters the most. So make sure you stay tuned in, subscribe, check out what we got going on on any missed episodes, whatever it may be. Uh, Download us wherever you download your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. T. Rich. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.